Yo, welcome. Another episode of Villains and Vinyl. This is one of your hosts, CJ. Oh, damn, why y'all had to do this to me? I'm going to have to edit like the hell out of this shit. And this is your boy, Quinn, the hardest working like Negro on the planet. I got eight jobs. Damn, Jamaican? I got kids. <laughs> oh, God, was that racist? Stereotype? Whatever. And this is your boy, Terrence, a.k.a. Johnny Storm. Safe, I'll see y'all Monday night. All right, now that we got all the insults out the way, let's dive into it, man. This is our end of the summer wrap-up, random edition, just talking about whatever, but we're going to keep the format a little bit organized. So, Quinn, and we were talking before the show, I think he caught some of it on the on the intro. What you listening to this week? All right, so I kind of I kind of been jumping around because, yeah, I've been working like hard like outside of this podcast and stuff. And yeah, no, I just got it. Like I got hit with some uh, Brock Hampton. Like I, I love that creative energy in hip hop, and I'm liking a lot of these cats. Like you know, Odd Future, who I originally wasn't sold on, but yeah, no, yeah, that's definitely been like a lot of stuff I've been getting into because I've been listening to the uh, late night college radios, and they put a, a lot of that stuff in rotation. And yeah, no man, it's definitely dope. Like uh, one track, uh, Sister Nation, bruh, it's literally multiple songs within one, and you get. It's kind of like when we were talking about like uh, cast that roll with J Cole, like, like you can tell on that album that they dropped. Like when Dreamville wanted to let everybody know they were a legit like you know full out like a. Uh, group with a bunch of individual like MCs. They did. And yeah, this this definitely like is something that like I, I I'm feeling right now. So it may not be something new. But yeah, no. You boys he he sold now. Oh yeah, uh Kevin Abstract, I think he's one of the founding members of it. He's a super dope artist. I listen to some of his stuff. I haven't listened to a lot of Brock Hampton stuff, but I like what I heard from him. And I think I heard, like, one of the songs from Brockhampton that I like. So I, I might have to go back and visit them, especially since we're kind of at that end of the summer lull. Yeah. Um, where it's not a lot of stuff coming out. Um, for me, I was on my ratchet stuff this week. I was listening. And you were always on that ratchet shit. Definitely. But this week especially, <laughs> I was listening to King Von. Uh, uh-huh. He signs to um, Lil Dirk's record label. So I was listening to that. And then playing Earth Gang, Heavy Rotation. Okay. Can't stop. Yeah, it's still in my rotation. Yeah, haven't stopped. Like I said, I don't hate the <laughs> shit. I still like it, and it's still growing on me. So, yeah, whatever. And I was flying to Cali, so the other album I was listening to was Sir. I've been listening. To oh, that. Yeah. that might be my R&B album of the year. I can't decide between him and Ari Lennox, but. It's been a toss up between those two. Oh, Teddy Pendergrass ass. Oh, what? I mean, it's been a good year. Drinking wine before this. And it's funny, they come from one comes from Dreamville, the other one comes from TD. I don't know which one I want to pick. But that, <laughs> sir, that recipe, that song might oh, be sir, better. TD? Yeah. Okay. His recipe might be better than Kendrick's recipe. All right. I know oh. it's a, a debate, but I oh. love that recipe song. God dang it, that's a beautiful, perfect piece of music so yeah that's what I've been maybe that's why I'm at my personal life but who knows but anyway (laughs) (laughs) it's a good song I mess with a good album so that's what I've been listening to back and forth from Cali or whatever what about you T? hey shit hey I've been going through some life shit and then you gonna get deep in the shit bro this is just old school just 
pick me up shits like damn Khalid Kwali get by motherfucking yeah. um Oh, what's my name? Kanye? I can't think of the name. I've just been drinking too much. Just focus on but, but uh, Kanye and oh boy, um, this way, this time, this uh, time. Uh, you know what I'm Tyler talking about? Kali, no, that's, yeah. nah, that's not Tyler Kwali. This way, that's not Tyler Kwali. It's the cat from Cali. Ah, uh, dilated people. Dilated people, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Been on that, but then also. I been this was a meet because we went to the meet concert this weekend. This week, ooh, yo, I can't even front. It was week, and it was meet. I ain't say it was week. My fault. <laughs> it was a week. It was a dope concert, but it was meet Future, uh, Meg Stallion, YG, and Mustard. I got that kind of like with pregaming, so we miss uh, Mustard and Miss Meg Stallion, who I heard had a dope and like I heard she was hype. No, she running it now. I heard she was hype. Just like show. Yeah. Even though, like, I have a friend that tells me that she only has three moves. Like, so I got to go check that. I got to go check because it's funny. But as long as the music bumping. Yeah, but, uh, um. I mean, people. It was kind of actually dope. Commute, um, Meek and Future. They, I guess they said they headlined and went back and forth. They came out and did a track together. Then one would come out and another could do a couple songs. Other would come out and another could. But it was actually dope show. And I see, I never seen Future live. And I actually like seeing Future live. Future was actually dope live. Can't even front. Oh, yeah. You got to think so, about it. Future got, like, hits. Like, when you yeah. go back to his catalog, yeah. like, Future has been out for yeah. a minute, bro. And just, just somewhere down the line for, like, uh, like continuous listeners here. Um, yeah, I retract my statements about Future. Uh said previously during the uh, mention of a certain song from the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, that uh, shit where he ain't say nothing? Slop on me now. That was the best part of the whole song. I oh my said God, it. Oh, my God, what up? When, when they play the song, trust me, because I was at the Kendrick concert. When they play the song, and Jerry Allen, they get the loudest on Future's part. Because it's just so catchy. I just want some coffee. Slop on my... You can't even just I, say it without smelling. I just want the blondest, <laughs> whitest girl like at a coffee shop like with a guitar just doing spoken word versions like, of his part. J. Rocky Kendrick ripped it. They did their lyrical thing. But when it comes time when you drunk in the club, you don't want to be singing metaphors. I'm not. Right? All right, all right, you want to be singing that simple stuff. It do invoke something in you, though. Just be like, yeah, I'm going to get real, real, like, you know, like hood right now. Hey, can I get um, Nostradamus on this, man? I feel like this is about to be the best episode. Yeah, ever. you don't want to be singing metaphors. I don't even know why. I got to feel this is about to be the best episode ever. Right hey, now. double entendres when you in the club, man. You want to be singing Hey, sometimes. Some parts of the night, Come on, man. Tanner Club is still, like, is still <laughs> wild. Like, that, that is still a song that will trigger, like, every person in that club. Yo, oh, quick no, question. Uh, quick question. I know we got time for this. What was your favorite crunk or hype, trigger, whatever you want to use the term song? What song got you in that club ready to fight? What had you in that crunk circle ready to push everybody? Because I was of that. Yo, I never have a Napoleon complex except when I played football and a motherfucking little John crunk circle and I jumped in that motherfucker and I was not going to let nobody push my ass down. I ain't going to like, I pushed one time before I played that school. I flew across the damn circle, but I came back. I came back! But, I want to know, what was your. When you hear that shit, now you gonna drop every fucking thing that fucking shit. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. I ain't never scared. <laughs> yeah. But no, what is your one? I mean, you know what? I don't I have it. There's so many. You're right. There's so many. That but. era had so many. Any little John song. 
Like anyone, you pick one. Except the, for uh, lo- even lovers and friends, I might push them. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> like, I I'm like, you do something. Oh, oh, um, mine. T was in the car for it because we had to do it. Some eight ball and MJG. Oh, Dope. yeah. Whoa, for Blair Cobb trip. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, no, Which I one swear. Don't, oh, don't make me. Yeah, I swear to God, like as soon as it come on, like I no, I, I, I get hyped. Like if a fight break out, I don't even have to know the cast. I'm jumping in if that song gone. I face it. I'm like you. There are so many, but I could name a few of so many. Like, cause people that know me, if I hear throw it up, shit, just because it has a damn uh, requiem from a dream beat on it. Plus, you know anything past Detroit, that vice versa. Oh Minnesota, yeah, just the city. Oh fuck! I'm saying so I'm not even saying the original. Um, no more playing GA. Like, come on, like, I, go I, wrong. like you I can't gotta, go wrong with past Detroit. You cannot go wrong. Vice versa is one of the hardest beats yeah. of all time. I, gotta, I can see that. I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta throw out this one though. Like oh, yeah. this, this the proverbial uh, like chair thrown. Somebody, nope. somebody getting hit in the face. Nuck if you buck. That's one of them. But as soon as you hear nuck if you buck, before or after the music change, you're gonna hear down for my niggas by C Murder. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You know that. That's a good one. I'm about to say I didn't even have dreads when my old girl was like, I'm coming to club, shaking my job. I'm like, yeah. No, cats out of this in dreads. That's how you hear it. Yo, I feel this shit. I feel it. So, yeah, but she was crying. But you're right. Down for my nigga is that that's the one. If I had to pick one, I would probably pick down. I don't even think it's the best, but as soon as you heard, like, it's something about a beat drop and then the way it came on, don't, 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 you know. That was a hard beat. That was a hard, that was a super hard beat. I, I would have to pick down for if I had to pick Because even Snoop, like, was still able to, like, keep the, the momentum going. And Snoop, you know yeah, Snoop. Yeah, like, but me and my boys always argue. Some people turn Snoop off or some people like, yo, that was Snoop's wackest first. Not say wackest, but it was like, Snoop kind of brought a chill. He was hype, but it was chill on that beat. Well, he needed to be, man, because y'all about to kill him. He's got a third versus hype. I'm about to kill him. Keep me hype. Let me hype, my dude. The first two verses were two with that beat. They was like, nah, we need this. So that way you don't catch the I mean, real talk, though. 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 If you listen to a Nate Dogg album, Nate Dogg just casually, in his Nate Dogg, like, like man, we'll sit there and sing about kicking somebody's ass, like just beating the oh, shit out of them. Oh, was a disrespectful guy. <laughs> Rest in peace. He was a disrespectful motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> and he sung it too. That's what made it so bad. I'm gonna punch <laughs> this nigga in his mouth. <laughs> Listen to regulate. He was like, he talked about killing and then going <laughs> picking up some women and fucking them, and he did it smooth as shit. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't even mad at him. <laughs> Does it better? <laughs> Rest in peace, Nate Dawkins. You're right. And then told you to smoke weed every day. See, for all our blurs and D&D people out there, I say this shit, Nate Dog was like the, the hip-hop like a, like bard. You could put Nate Dog on any song, and Nate Dog would pull something out of anybody. No, for all y'all that thought that Jodeci started the R&B Bad Boys, they may have been a little star, but damn. Nate Dog come out singing on the hooks, you know he took it to the next level. Yeah. Now, after, like, after Nate Dog, nobody else won't sing it and disrespect it. <laughs> Cats. I'm sorry, I never thought I could be disrespected by Cats singing, but damn it. 
Yeah, Nate Dogg was hard, man. You can't you can't deny what Nate Dogg was. Fuck you, nigga. He was the type of dude who made his. <laughs> you can make the argument he made his whole career off hooks. Hey, but he was the king of it. Yeah, he was the king. Like you can't. There's nobody. At, people have tried to imitate Nate Dogg. Akon and Trey Songz for a while. I ain't gonna say the career stalled, but even when they had a career for a little while, they each had stints. When they were doing hooks and they went back True. to their career. True. My only thing is, Akon had, to be fair to Akon, Akon had hits as a solo. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying. When I said it, they were, they say their career fell off. They kept their own career. But there was a period in between it, even when they were doing their own solo stuff, they were just on hooks, on hooks, on hooks. Like, yeah, so and so featured Trey Song, so and so featured Akon. But. And they killed it. Not, but, saying, not talking trash. So but, I don't know. But I'm going to say this now, though. Jeezy and Akon. You know, you already hear like that intro. Akon and Jeezy. So, I mean, I think he I think he did well. Because Akon, like, when he got going, he did what he needed to do and got out. Okay. So then let me ask you all a question. Since it's the end of the summer, news has come out. I don't know, since we talk about what you listen to. I also listen to Gangstar and J. Cole's song. And this was, he confirmed on Twitter, this is his last feature. So, uh, J. Cole's one of the few people when he say something, I believe it. All right. <laughs> like, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't see my face. I put my lips up. And there's no disrespect to J. Cole. But I'm sorry, I don't believe rappers. And there's no disrespect to y'all. But I've been hyped up all my life. But think about it, he wasn't that big big of a feature artist I mean, before. He wasn't. But the way he came and killed fish so much now, don't stop. Don't say, I'm going to start eating and, oh, I don't want this diet no more. Why? No, 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 no. Because no. he might be focusing on his own. No, my I thing. Feel you. No, my thing, no. Like, I feel like, you know, J. Cole trying to undertake this. Like, he, he, that whole getting everybody really invested in your last, like, you know, like, ride. And then, boom, nah, nah, I'm coming out with like a... Oh, well, no, it's not his last album. He was saying this was his last, like, feature. Oh, no, 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 I know, I know, because that's the thing. Like, I don't think that's going to, I don't think that's actually going to happen. I think this is just, it's going to play is out for a while. Is that count on Dreamville artists? Because I'm just saying, because I can't not not see him jumping on the Earth yeah. Gang album, or I cannot stop seeing Well, he wasn't on this whole Earth Gang album. Very true. And him and Jim play with, like, they interact, yeah. but they don't interact. Like, he hasn't, he's kind of let his artists traditionally do their own thing. I respect it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I can see... If it doesn't count Dreamville artists, I can see him. The only person I think he would come out to Kendrick. do is maybe Kendrick. Even then, I can see yeah, him or doing... Or Drake. Yeah. I don't know if I can uh, see him on Drake. I can see Drake on his stuff. On his album. I don't see J. Cole... I can see them... Because they work well together. I'm not saying I'll be surprised. Yeah. But I think Drake would come on his album. Because I think now we're at the point where we're waiting on two albums. Drake yeah, aside... Well, I'm saying Drake Drake aside, I think we're waiting on J. Cole's album because we're trying to hear. Cause we'll hear him after the Dreamville, right? After this run. After this yeah. future run. Like, he's ripped everything. You kind of want to hear what he's done. And Kendrick's coming up on, what, two years? And that's his new M.O. Like, it's about to be three years. Like, if it if you don't come out with something this, like, before the years in, it's going to be three years. And he normally comes out every two years. No, so. I mean, I mean, and so, I guess, by habit, we're like, <sighs> waiting for that. No, I mean, I, here's the thing. I got a feeling Kendrick like sitting on something good. Like he already had something ready. And you talking about expectations? I think Kendrick is the, is the most unique artist out of all three of them. When you talk about the three of them, Drake, Kendrick, because he has the most unique expectations of all of them. Because you can make the argument. 
I'm not saying I would agree, but you can make the argument all of his projects to this point have been classic. I know you say that. <laughs> like, or or close. I was gonna say argument. Like you come with an argument like Drake came out here, but it was almost his head was a different than the Kendrick came out swinging on all three albums. Cole had had an up down, but the way Cole's rise right now is crazy. So, like you said, I understand what you're saying. Kendrick is the most because J. Cole's rise, like, it ain't even, we already knew Cole was nice. Cole hit what we wanted and then surpassed, and like, now we want more. Kendrick already came out, uh, 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 so we don't want to see Kendrick fall. You already gave us so much. Yeah, he's the only one out of the three that hasn't put out a bad album. Exactly. So it'll be interesting, that, or in my opinion, let me say my opinion. No, no, I feel you. That hasn't put out a bad. People, a lot of people talk different about Butter to um, Pimple Butterfly, but also those same people, or a few of those same people I talk to as a set, and then they see and still listen to me, yo, this is dope as hell. It, it aged like, well. Like, to me, here's the thing. Is it a, is it a T'Challa and Killmonger situation? Because Kendrick came up off of the, Kendrick got a lot, it got a lot of spotlight for some of the shit he's been doing over the years now. A lot. And J. Cole, J. Cole been playing it cool and J. Cole been building up behind the scenes. Because that's why Dreamville, like, was the thing. Like, he so wasn't getting so front and center for it. You Kendrick is um, T'Challa and J. Cole is Killmonger? I don't know, man. Cause you gotta give. <laughs> you gotta I think they're both. I think they're both. I think all three of them, when you pop in Drake, are all on an even playing field. No, those are the three. That's yeah, yeah, like, like and it's pick your point, like whoever you like. Yeah. The and it's so like, funny, like you cannot. No matter what magazine article, no matter what group people are, and there's always gonna be some groups that don't agree, and even if they don't like. But it's almost scary how. It's consensus. And it's not all me. People will say, no, it's because of me influence you. Maybe a little bit, but it's off skill too. How the main three always come down to the newcomers? Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole. Well, because to be fair, they're in, their, they're in their absolute prime right now. Because they're all, what, early 30s? Yeah. yeah so they're but all even how they, how, even how they come out now, like, when we talk about other rappers, we, I mean, we may have talked about who was good, but... When you talk about these, you say off gate. So many people say these are the three. Well, and and here's the and here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. They still have like they still have that age group. They still have that generation that their music resonates with. Like, cause he, uh, uh, for example, in DNA, when Kendrick threw his threw his little timeline out of his success before he got big, it's just like, well, damn. Like I'm okay, twenty nine, and you came up on that. So yeah, I feel like they right now because there's so many of us within that little age group from the late twenties to late the uh, to late the mid thirties that yeah these rappers appeal Yo. to us way more because these are our rappers because like in the sense of we pick the people that like represent us. Yo, coming soon. They don't even know this. I just came over this off the top of my dome right now. This is, has to be episode. We are doing the contest of champion of the damn decades. Because I just thought about this. Oh, my God. 80s versus 90s versus 2000 versus 2010s. If you, My 80s group is going to be LL Cool J, KRS1, Rakim. And I got to think of one more. I can't I think of, give me one, maybe. Give me one, like, this lyrical. Big Daddy Kane. I don't even know he's early 90s. I'm going to give my 90s group, Biggie Nas, Jay-Z, Pop. 
Damn, give me a twenty-two thousand. I'm gonna give me give me Eminem, Lil Wayne. Oh, I have my twenty tens ready. My twenty tens is already J Cole, Kendrick, um, J J Cole, Kendrick, Drake, and Big Sean. And versus what? Give me. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, darling. The decades are great by the fours. Oh my God, just hit me. Like, oh, well, now he's gonna win for me. I don't even have to argue. Yeah, I ain't gonna win. Now he's gonna win for me. For me, but that's just my. Age group, like I know yeah. some people that are probably yeah. younger than me that I'm probably gonna be like. It all depends on your age group, because yeah. there's gonna be older heads that be like you sleeping on what Rakim. Rakim inspired yeah. exactly. all like yeah, a bunch crazy. of these yeah. people, and then there's gonna be some people that be like, look, but bro, that's the episode couple. Eminem and Lil Wayne mixtape was yeah. Mixtape Weezy was hard. And that's the thing, yeah. each genre have different points about them that make them stronger than anybody. Because it's like yeah. you said, people don't know how good, or not gonna say people don't know. Younger generations don't know how good mixtape Weezy was, even though they do have access, better access than we did. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's all about age. You know, a lot yeah. of people are hearing Weezy now; they don't understand. There's a reason why Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. So there was a mixtape era. Yeah, where yeah. He, the same with Eminem. A lot of people don't understand how lyrically he was murdering everybody. People were scared to beef with him. <laughs> and, even, and even and even now, if you jump back to like the uh, the gangster rap, like early gangster rap stuff, and how all of that went down, like them jumping labels, like literally NWA, the rise of NWA, to you know them pulling cats, like uh, what's his name from uh, from like uh, Texas, and then like just the build up to it, and then the shift to like you know East Coast like gangster rap, and then you started getting the rise of like you know Southern rappers towards the tail end of the nineties. You remember I said? You don't really have no Southern artists in there. I'm kind of offended. No, I'm going to tell you. 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 I'm going Really, we don't really talk about it, so don't get it twisted. It, music is such so subjective. I have no disrespect to the South because I'm from the South. I just think the folks that I came up with, and that was a big part of what I saw growing up in the prime and where I was at. No, too short, man. Wow, oh. I like too short. Too short is not the best rapper oh. to me. I feel like then too short. Let me shut up for too short. Sure. <laughs> Too it makes gonna be famous because we get this. Man, Too Short gonna beat your ass. I'm just saying yeah. that now. I'm not threatening people. Yes, shoot. Y'all about to say the queen. That is queen, your move. Queen, that's shoot. No, no, no. I stop myself. I'm respectful. Because three stacks, I would think, would have to be in one of Outcast. Because I ain't about to disrespect Big Boy. No, Outcast exactly. is going to have to be in one of them. Because <laughs> you, you probably want to do who's the best hip-hop group of all time, too. That's so crazy, too. Yeah. yeah. My, my vote is Outcast all day. Like, I don't... That's against Wu Tang. Oh. That's against NWA. That's against mm. Public Enemy. Yeah, that's against Migos. That's against all of them. Because like, like, Migos have worked their way, whether you like it or not, they yeah, worked their way. Into, into but that's that not the discussion me and you had. Yeah. Where the groups at now? Yeah. There's not that many in the past ten, fifteen. So uh, Outkast is my group, but I know some people that die for Wu Tang. So you know, or for the Locks or Bone Thugs. Like, yeah, so many. And that's the thing. Like yeah, it definitely. And this is what this is why we do what we do. You know, because it's essentially there is still stuff that like you know you could talk about when it comes to like hip hop. Like and yeah, like going back to earlier. It definitely is one of those things where you pick the rappers that resonate with you, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that's why I feel like 
if we had those three, we all distinctively have the ones we listen to more than the others for a reason. No, oh, definitely, absolutely. So uh, that was a little random talk about music. So we're gonna switch it a little bit. We're gonna hop over to the nerd stuff real quick. Yeah. So Quinn, what are you reading this week? Alright, uh, currently still catching up with the X-Men stuff, like, really, really, really liking it. And, oh, oh, I'm gonna throw y'all a, uh, uh, scratch that, I'm gonna throw y'all something different. I've been reading, uh, Archie vs. Predator 2. And, and now that I worked it in, you know, uh, like a fun little comic, and yeah, no, I'm definitely loving it. Like, cause yeah, it's good to have a change of pace. But yeah. Yeah, I ain't exactly fully on the RG bandwagon right now, but that's one of my uh, fun little reads right then. I do recommend it. Two is currently out right now, and that one was really good. So, yeah, if you want to break in between, like, you know, with the X-Men stuff, jump on, like, you know, RG versus Predator 2. Like, have you been reading anything? For me, honestly, because I was in California for work, so I did read Something is Killing the Children. I went back and reread that. That was really good. Uh, Stacy recommended it to me, actually. So I really like that. So I can't wait for for the next one because I only read issue one. It's by James Tillion. So oh yeah, man. Yeah. I kind of like his stuff. Um, I read X Men like everybody's been reading right now. So um, just catching up on that, and then I'm trying to think with Batman Day coming up, well, I'm probably need to pick up some Batman stuff just to kind of catch up catch up with some of the Batman stories because I kind of slacked on that. Was it Batman Day yesterday? Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was okay. I'm sorry because you're out. Oh, I'm not doing that. No, no, uh, no, I forgot. That's cool. Okay, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, then I got to go. When I go this week, I got to pick up some Batman stuff. No, I meant to call you on me. I meant to say, like, yo, let's go. I'm going to pick up some because I'm reading everything waiting for the Joker to come out. So I'm probably going to have to pick uh, up some I'm gonna go pick up some Joker stories and kind of read that until oh, the, uh, until I, the movie comes I'll, out. I'll recommend one, and it is my favorite. Even though, like you know, I met Brian Azzarello, and that's the story for when you meet me in person. Uh, but yeah, no, Brian Azzarello's Joker is like hands down one of my favorites, next to uh, Arkham, like uh, uh, Arkham uh, uh, House on Sirius, like on, on Sirius Earth or something like that, like a uh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah. Like I, we're, we're gonna correct a few things here, but, but yeah, no. Like definitely, there are some really good Joker stories out there, and another one too. Uh, Batman Europa, that's another really good read. Yeah, that's all I'm on. Like especially with it coming out, I think ne- not this week coming up, but next week. And I can't wait for that movie. I'm yeah. gonna go pick up a bunch of Joker stories and just kind of read that and get in kind of the mode for that because I've been waiting for that. I haven't been waiting. For it was the first movie all summer. Well, not summer. Since probably Endgame that I've been... No, I'm sorry. Since Spider-Man that I've been waiting to see. Because I really haven't been to the movies. So, I'm going to make a little event out of it. Get hyped for it. And hopefully not be disappointed by it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and and uh, that's about it, man. All right, I think it's going to be fun. Oh, also, uh, correction, too. Because I was thinking about Sandman, which I started back reading. But, yeah, it is Batman Arkham... Uh, a house, like a serious house on a serious earth and it's by Grant Morrison and yeah it's weird as fuck but it is a really good book ooh I do want to finish switching completely out of DC I want to finish Vision that run from I think 
last year. That yeah, won the Eisner. Yeah. Is that when he had a family? Yeah. yeah. I want to finish that up because I, I read some parts of it. I loved it, but I do want to finish that up. Then I want to read uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths again from DC, getting ready for the Arrowverse crossover. Oh, yeah. Especially now that Tom Welling is confirmed. Yeah. It's coming back. So we got three Supermans in it because Brandon Roof's going to be in it. And Tyler Hockley, who to me doesn't do a bad job at all in the role. Uh, so can't wait for that. So that's pretty much it. I mean, kind of light. I've been reading kind of other books outside of comics lately. So this is about it. About the reading the Rick Ross stuff <laughs> and the autobiography of Gucci Man. Oh, that Rick Ross. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. You know he got a damn song, Vanilla Ice, right now. Who Rick Ross? Rick Ross. And some other cat. I forgot his name. Ah, uh, uh, No disrespect to you, dog. I'm gonna find that song again. I'm gonna put your name out next episode. I'm gonna put you out. But it's a song called Vanilla Sprite Remix. It's his cat featuring Vanilla Ice and Rick Ross, and it is the actual Vanilla Ice. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. I just saw it yesterday and I like, oh, no way. Yo, this year is the year. Forgato Blow. There you go, Forgato Blow. Yeah. Thank you, because I was about to say Forgaccio or something. Forgato Well, it looks like this is from like 2017, though. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm late. (laughs) Fuck. Hey, did you you know that? Hold up. Let me, um. Yeah, Rick Ross and Fiddle Ice remade that shit. But, um, y'all talking about what we reading? Yeah, yeah, we was going over with that. So I was on now because I'm actually trying to catch up. I'm actually reading House of X right now, trying to catch up because everybody talking about how great that is and me being an X-Men fan, I cannot keep talking. I cannot come to the podcast not catching up with what's going on right now. So. No, no, you got to read the notes, man. Like, oh, no, like, I, I know. It's like it's kind of like Doomsday Cloud where you got to read every page, little notes. It's not comics every fucking thing. Oh, you're talking about X-Men? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that's how Hickman writes, man. It's like studying his stuff when you read him. And so. I'm going to finish because I keep saying it. I just have so much going on. I'm going to finish The Wicked and the Vine Volume 8 because I know it's time. And it's time. I'm telling y'all, man, Image is running this shit right now. And honestly, I think it's because they're not writing so many comic books. Books. Well, they've been doing a good job with like managing to if a series, a long running, really good series ends, they know their creative talent like well enough to be like, hey, so you got another series? Because yeah, like um, shoot, at this point, like uh, I think it's uh, Chew when Chew ended, I was like, oh man, I've been reading you know Chew the whole time, and then just out of nowhere. They come out with another series, you know, fought like it, and it's cool seeing like an image just be like, hey, no, you know, we're not gonna hit that hole. We're gonna have a year of nothing but you know filler books. We actually legitimately have all these different like you know stories like going right now that'll replace all the ending series. So Chu is good. Yeah, oh man, I love it. I seen the covers. The covers are Oh dope yeah, Chew is dope, man. Yeah. I man, Chew. It's different. I saw the covers. I like, because don't go I wanted to buy just because of the cover. Like, oh. Is that the one about where he sees people, the visions of people he eats, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it, like once you really get into yeah, the dope. mythology of like, the comic, it's just, it's really good. Yeah, Chew is a good one. And that, that was the one with the ending, too. So. I like and it. I so I, you can read it. You know the story. I think I told y'all before for Isola, um, for Image Comics, Isola was dope. 
um, Unnatural is dope. I'm about to read Blackbird because somebody suggested that to me. Um, yeah, Blackbird is really good. Word. The Wicked Divide is one of my favorites. That's another Image book. I mean, Image, they do have their superheroes, but they are killing it right now with just. If you want to read some just everyday stories or something that just, just has nothing to do with superheroes. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, real quick shout out to uh, my boy, uh, John Lehman, like who who wrote you. Like, uh, yeah, I met him and he has a new book, like a book that's doing like going on right now with Image, uh, Outer, like Outer Darkness, which is really good. Okay. Okay. Okay, but so... Anything else y'all want to bring up in the combo session before we get into the randomness? What are we talking about? Alright. What are we talking about tonight? Alright, so this episode we're going to do something a little bit different. We usually talk about hip-hop or comics specifically as our deep topic. But today we're going to try our hand at something different. A couple of us in here watch wrestling and stuff like that. Ding, ding, ding. A couple of three of us. Now let's stop playing. No, I really don't watch wrestling as much as y'all think I do. I don't watch as much. I I used to. This year I've realized I only watch the highlights on um, YouTube. I only know the news. Oh, I mean, until Kofi Kingston loses the belt, I lose the belt, I'm probably not watching. So, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. He should be honest. Uh, he's so, honest. He's honest. Speaking of which, do y'all think he's going to lose it when he goes against Brock on uh, the first episode of the SmackDown joint? Y'all know my feelings about Brock Lesnar, and I feel like if he gets another, like, if he gets another title shot, it's not the decision based upon, like, a like creative at this point because yeah it's like mentioned time and again uh, Smackdown is trying to be fluffed up to be like the bigger show since Fox is getting like a Smackdown so to have those two be like you know the big draw that's gonna yeah yeah you're definitely gonna have to do something different even though it's gonna be exactly the fucking same by giving Brock the title all over again but you're making Kofi lose the biggest push that he has had, you know, and and ICT getting ready to talk about that theory. All right, y'all. I'm it's just. Not gonna, a I'm, 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 it's I'm what I want to happen, but I can see it happen, but not how I want it to happen. I do think, honestly, like you just said, what's best for business or what people think is best for business? Who's the bigger draw? And we're not gonna allow it's even shown in money. Brock Lesnar, we know Brock Lesnar's been UFC, he's known. We know that the common fans, even that don't like wrestling, would know who the hell Brock Lesnar is. But that is why I think he might not win it to even give you a swerve. WWE is in need of a swerve. But what you're getting on is our theory that we talked for earlier is where I say Kobe turns heel. Smackdown, two weeks from now. He comes out and the New Day beats the living daylights out of Brock Lesnar, letting you know that he will do anything and everything to keep that belt. Alright. Alright. That's what I want to happen. The theory is I think he still kept the belt somehow. They'll make it unbelievable as a good guy, which I love Kofi, but I think to be believable if he does keep the belt, bring that edge out. Because Brock is a bad boy, and like you said, we know what. All of a sudden, no mention of a trade. I just show up to SmackDown. I'm challenging you, Kofi Kingston, yeah. me a Raw superstar for the belt. 
Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing right now between the two shows. Those are like, you know, the big names. Because Rollins, like, Rollins right now, they're trying to find more to do with them, but they're losing steam on it. Thing I am. CJ, what do you think? Oh, I think, I mean, uh, I think he's about to lose to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 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 he's, 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 hey, he's a realist. I now, think he's going to lose to Brock Lesnar only because not that Brock Lesnar doesn't lose to that many people. Well, this is the truth of the matter. Seth true. was one of the few people, Seth and... Lost um, to clean twice. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't happen. I think, did Roman Reigns beat him? No. So, that's what I'm saying. There's only a few Did Braun Strowman beat him? No. All right. So, there's only a few people that Brock lets beat him. Dang. Can I see a scenario where he loses to Kofi? Maybe. I don't... Because I don't know Kofi. It's only mine. It's only mine. You got to beat the shit out of him. Kofi strikes me as the type of good guy in the background that Brock wouldn't mind necessarily losing to. And you know he'll get a good match because Brock versus any like little person is a great match. So That's true. Game you, have, you have been right about uh, that. So I'll like, give you that. You're that when he wants to, there's a reason why Brock can still. If Brock grow. fights anyone that can actually wrestle or they're small, it's going to be a good match. Yeah, when Brock wants to, he's the best wrestler in the company. If he has like. No, no, yeah, he's that kind of like, like, no. Yeah, like you're he's exactly one, right. If he's not the shit. best, he's one of the best. So it just depends. So could I see him losing? Maybe in some type of way that gets them to Hell in a Cell and Survivor Series with the match between those two. Maybe the more likely play is Brock is going to win. Something's going to happen between um, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, which they're hinting that maybe turning Daniel back face. And then you'll have Roman versus Brock and Roman versus Daniel. That's going to be it. Because there's really no other main event faces on SmackDown. Unless, now, this is all before the all draft right. takes no, place. I'm just saying it now. I'm going to say this now. I demand more Luke Harper. Give the dude like credit where credit is due. And this is all is before. A, oh, my bad. He is a good wrestler. Give him more like time to actually like do something. Give him a legit good push. Well, what'll happen is they'll they'll probably team up, beat Luke and um your boy Roman. Yeah, and I can see those two becoming a good tag team, and you know probably even getting a run at the belt. And then that's it. And that's this is before the draft, so I don't know what's gonna happen when they do the draft again. Who's gonna show up? Two weeks, right? Two or three weeks. Yeah, two or three weeks. So I don't know what's gonna happen after that. You might get some more people on there, but I'm telling you. Turn Kofi heel next week. That can win. Also now sneak stuff and have either Xavier be like yo good win. Well yo what, what was that? The next week have something else where he cheats just a little harder or something just even more blatant and have them both call him out. And then when it comes time for that championship match when they're about to fight, ding ding ding. You know what? As soon as Brock, you know what? Had him fight a little bit. As soon as Brock get the upper edge, have New Day hit the ring and beat the everlasting bricks off of Brock with them chairs. Turn them boys heel. Let them know that they are savage. And because I'm saying it makes sense. Let Kofi know that you know what he's. Let ten years been here. He's finally got a dream. But guess what? I will do anything to keep this belt. I've been. I've tasted. I don't want to lose this. Let him beat the everlasting shit out of Brock. No, because the only way I'm saying, have all three. Ain't nobody touch you off, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm arguing myself. I'm arguing myself. 
myself. <laughs> what I'm saying is, because you can still have Brock look strong because it took three of them to beat him down. Now I'm, you I'm, turn him face slash tweener. Now heel I'm, Kofi. I'm gonna go ahead and tag you out on this one, and I'm just gonna throw this in. You know, Brock, just go for just go for the 24 seven time. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is this: there no like, just have it be just just. I'm not saying it won't turn Kofi Hill at some point. They're not going to turn him Hill with the title because if we're just going to be completely honest about yeah. this, Kofi doesn't draw well enough to be on Fox for too much, too long as the champion. And, and I don't care if he turns Hill, that's not going to change. Guess who else didn't draw well? Shawn Michaels, CM Punk, and these are your favorite champions. Yeah, but they also sold really well on pay-per-view and put on some of the best matches of all time. You can't say that. Like, I love Kofi, but you can't say he's put... I'm just saying now. I'm just saying now. Brock Lesnar, you have not held the 24-7 title. Just just go right there. Do that. I swear do that. Stay out of like all the main event shit right now. Just, just 24-7 title champion Brock Lesnar. No, he's gonna. There's no way they're gonna go to Fox and not have him win the title. And him it's and R-Truth, of a him and R-Truth would put on a five star match. Five star match. It's a big. No, no, no. I swear that shit would be funny. It's a big three secrets. Brock Lesnar. I swear that would be funny as hell. They just ran into Brock one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a big. Why aren't three. you hiding? It's a big Why? three network. There's no way they're gonna let. And that's not because I think of anything crazy. I just think that when you got to draw like Brock Lesnar, you're not going to let him go to waste. No, I exactly feel you. So, and I mean, plus, you know they're just waiting for a way to give it to Roman. No, they got, they're no. trying to... He's been away a long time now. He's yeah, been away from the belt for a while. He's been away from the belt for a, a minute. So, there's only... They, they're oh, not going to no. have it go from Kofi to Roman because they know whoever beats Kofi it's gonna be kind of hated or whatever. So he had to lose it to Roman. He's gonna have to lose it to Brock, and Brock at some point because he's not gonna be there a lot because it's Brock. I it's don't see Brock versus Roman again. You know, man. it's either gonna go to Roman or they're gonna have Daniel Bryan turn face, which they've been hitting at with this whole. Man, either he's gonna end up being the true mastermind or he's gonna turn face, and then you'll have that, or you'll have like, and this is before the draft. So I don't know who else is gonna come back, but I see Brock with the belt because yeah. you need it on Fox. Unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna do it, like if they turn Kofi Hill, to be gotta, like I said, you gotta go go all in. And yeah, but I don't think they're gonna do that. So I think the more likely play is Brock is gonna win, and that'll be that. Hey, somehow if this really happens, what I said though, I just want to take a picture of me like this. So no, I mean I think at some point Kofi and them gonna turn Hill because you're gonna. I don't know they'll turn Hill. I think at some point you're gonna break up. I don't think he would turn Hill. I think Big E would be the one that turns heel. See, uh, Big, Big E, like Big E, would definitely like be able to sell like being like a heel character, like or Big, Xavier, because he'll be like, "Y'all, I'm the forgotten one." Yeah. Well, I, just, I mean, yeah. Because it could be a battle for leadership between him and Kofi, like because Xavier definitely put like pushes pushes off that whole "I'm still pulling the strings." So I can see that at some point, but they're making too much money. Like it's just the. This is the bottom line of it, bro. When you making that much money off merchandising, it's a business. That's very true, but kayfabe is all kayfabe is almost over. You know that. I mean, even when his up, up, down, down, he supposed to be a damn face all sudden down. Mister Hill, AJ Styles, show up and play a video game with him. So I mean, yeah, but kids buy this stuff. That's what you know what I mean. But even with that, K, you know what I'm saying showing kayfabe is over. Like even as a kid, like. What are they doing 
games of being chummy. Like, let's talk some trash to each other when y'all talking like. You know nah, they made too much money off the Wait, why, why, why is New Jack, like, you know, playing Super Smash Brothers with the dude he stabbed? <laughs> why is DMX <laughs> going to the mall with the same cats he robbed? <laughs> so, yeah. Why the ass shit your hats on just doesn't get caught in the car smoking weed together? Oh, that really happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think if it worked, but I also think they know, hey, man, we're making a lot of money with this merchandise. You're selling too many boxes of booty olds for y'all to go hell <laughs> right now. At some point, when them sales decline, then they'll do it. And then they'll have the reunion. The sales decline. No sales decline enough. They'll probably do it. They'll break them up or whatever. Because Kofi is proving he could be a, kind of a single star on his, on his own. He's yeah. at the mid-card. He could be like an IC champion, something like that, U.S. champion. They'll probably give Biggie. They might give him a push to the main event. Maybe win, maybe lose. Yeah. Convince like the big guys. Xavier other. could be like a. He could go to NXT, be a 205, or NXT, NXT champion. He do NXT 205 or be a manager. <laughs> I can see him in, in the Continental Race too, because he's just that good of a wrestler. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they all have careers. Like, they're, they won't get rid of any of them. So. Especially with AED, AEW. AEW. He's coming up. They're not going to want to get rid of any of their talent. So, you said AED. You was already thinking about that motherfucker, AB. I don't know how you got there, but we can talk about AB. That motherfucker. Excuse me. I ain't going to be cussing on this too much. Man, we just said the N word about 50 times. <laughs> no, and void. AB. So, what do you think, man? What are your whole thoughts on the whole AB situation as a whole? I don't know him personally, so I don't want to judge. I don't want to be one of them people that jump in. Ah, you know, no, because I don't know him. There might be other things happening in it, but from outside looking in and just getting straight up, y'all learn when to stop, man. Just chill the fuck out. I just, I don't know. He, it still look like he made his own bed in certain situations, man. Like you with the Patriots, and if these allegations ain't. Right? Or are they false? Why are you sending out texts, dog? Why are you sending out texts right now? Let that shit go. Yeah, that's my only thing. Like, like I'm not passing judgment on whether he did it or not because I don't know. Yeah. The only thing I can say is you look suspect when you're sending out group text messages. you copying your lawyer and you sending her a picture of her kids, right? Because you know, that's my thing. Like, even though he's arguing his innocence in the text yeah. message, because so he's not coming out saying I did anything. It's just... The kid you, part. It's is, a stupid text. Yeah. Like, how stupid can you be to be like, well, this is the second person who's accused me. Whether I did it or not. Let's say you didn't do it. I'm just playing that because I don't know. Let's say he didn't do it. Why, what would go through your mind and say, let me text this... Not, not only let me text this person... Let me group text Texas this person. person. <laughs> well, if it's in a group, everybody see it. They know I'm serious. From your own number. Not even a burner. Like the number you gave you her. That shit. <laughs> like the number you gave her. And you copy your lawyer. So the lawyer couldn't even be like, it wasn't him. All they was like is, no, I ain't got nothing to really say about this. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like even if you say all the allegations against me are false, fine. Cool. Well, but it, but at some point, you gotta be smarter than that. But it comes down to this, like when it when it comes to like professional athletes, you know, there are a lot of the guys that they like don't really think 
Okay, well, I, yeah, I should actually let someone else handle this. And I feel like, yeah, did he go about it smartly? No, no, not at all. But at this point, he already made his bed, you know? He says he's done with the NFL. Hey, I saw no, you. see that <laughs> That dude wilding right now, yo. I mean, he, 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 he brings up points, he, but he brings up angry points. Yeah, he can continue he spazzing up points, all he want point. to. <laughs> he can continue spazzing all he, he want like, to yo, about the situation. Said, what do you say about Big Ben? That Big Ben only got how many? He got two games, four games suspension. But here's the di- here's the total difference. <laughs> He's bringing up everybody. He's but, like Robert Kraft. Here's <laughs> the difference. Robert Kraft. Here's a couple of differences. Robert Kraft was consensual. Whether or not the human trafficking part of it is crazy, but you can't right. prove that he knew about the human trafficking part. You, it, got, you, got a point. you can't prove he, now. If you, you prove he knew it, then that's a whole different ball, whole different bargain. But you know, he paid for a handy. Okay, that happens. Well, that's totally it, it different. So you said it was. A, so you were saying it was a went in for a hand job, left with like a trafficking charge. Yeah, like that's totally different because you can't prove he knew about the human trafficking. That's totally consensual sex is totally different. Ben, here's the thing. Had he not sent those text messages, I believe he's still playing. No, it That's came out. <laughs> it came out. It came out. And people, and our sources have said, if he would have not have sent the text messages, he would have been playing today. Today is Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. He would have been balling right now. Yeah, so that's on That's on him. Because the Patriots are going to ride with him because they're like, yo, this is civil, not criminal. We with you. All you gotta do is, a business. is just shut up. You gonna ball out with us. We got a good chance of going 16-0, 13-2, 14-whatever, and still winning the ring. So you yeah. gotta... Yeah. And you even saw his first interview. He seemed like he was about to do it. But, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm good. I'm here. I'm enjoying myself. And like, then sent the text messages. Like, dumbass! <laughs> like, you you dumbass! Sorry, I love you. I love all my peoples. Because that's the thing. I feel like, you know, because the Patriots, they got a history of some interesting characters playing for them. Corey Dillon. Yeah, to the point of where, like, I, I, they, they got some damage control. But I they're 2-3 like, right now, if you think about yeah, it. They, with characters. They yeah. got some damage control, but I feel, yeah, like he, I, feel like, I feel like he really fucked that damage control up. Because Albert Hansworth didn't work out. Yeah. Chad Johnson didn't work out. You got to say AB didn't work out. So I got my Chad Johnson. Corey Dillon yeah, and Randy Moss work out, yeah. but Randy Moss he worked out, but they could have worked out better. Like they should have won that Super Bowl. That was the yeah, only like, year I ever rooted for the Patriots because that was damn. I am um, damn Tom Brady just turned into the dark side Anakin Skywalker here. They should have won that. But year. eighteen and one. I mean, I'm just saying, you can't yeah, be mad. You, can't, you be mad. can't say that didn't work out. Yeah. It didn't work out. You didn't no, get the end of the result. That shit was beautiful. But it was it was that a success. Right. Yeah, AB could have been a success. Because well, they we, forced him to ball against. That's what a yeah. week it was. A week was. <laughs> that's a week. That was a good week, yo. It was all good a week ago. That is crazy that he said that. That's the part. Because that's the one thing you could be like, bro, these allegations, I don't know. That's between you and them people. I got proof you sent these text messages, though. <laughs> I got proof. With pictures. With pictures. Photoshop. And, and you copy your boys and your lawyer on it. Like, you all be and you did it. This is my whole thing. You did it from the number you gave her. Right? That's, <laughs> that's like me giving a girl my number and then texting her later, harassing her, and getting shocked when she be like, because I hear people de- debate, like, is it threatening? Is it not threatening? Okay. 
Maybe it's not threatening. It's stupid, though. And I'm not going to call him stupid. I'm going to call the actions. Yeah, I know. That action is crazy because it can because it can appear to be threatening. Whether or not it's threatening or not, I don't know what your intent was. But I know if you send pictures of somebody kids to them, about, oh, you that comes off no matter how you meant it. It, it sends a different message to where somebody can interpret it as, okay, this boy wilding. He trying to say some stuff. Run my background, do this. Yo, he going, she going to the meat concert, make sure I can check in with her. Like, you setting up stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, is this, your, oh, oh, hey, is this your grandma's house? What you doing Friday? Yeah, like, that's crazy to me. So, I don't, I think he'll, if the allegations come out that they weren't true or they can't prove it. He'll play in the NFL again. He's too good. Like, I say all that about Antonio Brown, but make no mistakes. He's still... <laughs> his tweet saying he would never play in the NFL again? I bet you somebody come with that money. Yeah. But somebody come with that money. Because cause you got to think about all the money he's lost out on. Even if the Patriots pay him that $9 million that they owe him, because they, they say yeah, he's going to file a grievance. Yeah, he missed out on He missed out on the $30 he got guaranteed from the Raiders. And the Patriots, if he would have acted right this year, had a $20 million option... For next year. All they do is not send texts, dog. Yo, I'm going to share that with you. Rehab, dog. If you're on coke, rehab. I'm not saying you are, but if you are on that shit, go. Because, I don't know. I don't know everything, and I don't want to be judgmental, so don't. I'm not saying you're on coke. Let the record show. Let the discussion show. I don't know. It's just, all the shit ain't come out to random. It's like a change in pace. So I hope it's not. So I will not accuse you of that. Hopefully, if you're, something's up with you, anything that's up with you, I hope the best for you, Antonio Brown. How about that? But I'm not going to say it's it's changed because apparently he's been this way the whole time. Yeah, more stuff keep coming out. Like, like, apparently, when you, when you hear people like talk about it from the still, it's like he's been, like I'm not going to say like with the, the sexual allegations are totally different, but he's been a locker room Diva. issue uh, yeah. the whole I'm, time. I'm, I'm just saying right now, bro, you, you should have took note from Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis was tangled up in some stuff, and Baltimore threw Ray Lewis a parade. Now, people forget about the first time Antonio Brown got caught when he was uh, with the camera in the locker room. Remember that? Yeah. Like, apparently, he's been this way for a minute. Yeah, I actually just, it just glossed my hand like, oh, shoot, I do remember that. And, like, I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking the sexual allegation stuff off. The yeah, no, I'm that's, thinking about that's it. That's totally yeah. different. That's way worse monster. I'm talking about just him in the locker room. But apparently, he... Uh, the Patriots, there were some Patriots people who didn't want him let go. Um, that came out too. They're like, they went to Robert Kraft, like, don't let him go. Like, we like him. He's been doing good in practice. Yeah. Because you can't deny his talent. Like, no matter what you say, that's why it's so frustrating. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> called, he's his own worst enemy right now but with his career. But like you've said, from a business standpoint, if they don't want to handle that, keep handling that down, asking them questions all the time. But to be fair, they bought it on themselves. Like, you saw when he gave that death stare. I don't know if you saw there's a meme going around Bill Belichick, like, death staring this woman who asked him about, um... Hey, yeah, but he, well, he, I know he was tired. I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, he was tired of it. He just, like, stared at him. I was like, bro, you signed him. Like, what... This is where, where it gets confusing for me. If you what did you think they were going to ask you what, about? But to be <laughs> fair, he didn't have the sexual allegations when they signed him. No, but what I'm saying, even without the, let's take that off the table. Who did, what did you think they were, when they signed you? As a coach, you got to be ready for everything. You knew they were going to ask you about him as a, as just a player, teammate, especially after that craziness in Oakland. So then, once it comes out a day later, because to, 
Antonio Brown apparently this has been going on for months. He knew about it, and he didn't sign the settlement, and then so they filed a lawsuit. So this has been going on for months. So he didn't even tell the Raiders. So this was all going on. Uh, so he didn't tell the Patriots. <laughs> so they've been in, they've been in settlement talks. Once again, he's a dumbass now. I'm just sorry. And he apparently, handle that shit. They were about to sign for like it was a settlement on the table for two million. That if he would have paid, like none of this would have came out. So he let. And to be fair to him, no, I don't I feel you. Because if I didn't do it, I don't know if I would be like. Part of me could understand the logic so, of so saying part of that part like that makes me understand mm-hmm. makes me want to think he is innocent and I'm like I'm sorry, you're innocent to prove guilty so I don't think I'm judging you right now I don't know so I get what you're saying so that. I can see but I can see that logic in saying you know what I didn't do this I'm not about to pay two million so I can see him wanting to fight yeah but I can also be like bro you need to tell them that this is coming. Well, so that way they know. No, because because like, it feels like he jumped the gun in all of this. Like, because he kept presenting all of it like, yo, well, here's all the proof. Well, first off, this just makes you seem even more guilty because you did it. You didn't like, you didn't like actually keep up with uh, listening to the text people. messages. Yeah, listening to the people that are telling you, bruh, seriously, stay quiet. Stay quiet if you want to show that you actually might not be guilty. Well, I mean, it's not even about... Because let's be real. Let's just be completely blunt about it. He could have raped those two women. Allegedly. Or somebody... Let me, not, let me take Antonio Brown out of this so it's not an Antonio Brown thing. A human being can... Uh, a man can rape two women and be smart enough to be like, I'm just going to let my lawyer handle this and not go to jail and be guilty of sin. I'm not saying that's the case with AB. Let me clear that up. But what I'm saying is just because a smart strategy, whether you did it or didn't, it's just... Shut up and let the lawyers handle it. Yeah. Whether you did it or didn't yeah. do it, the smartest strategy is I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. And I'm gonna let my lawyers handle. It. And I get yeah. what it's like to probably, if you are innocent, to be like to be accused of such a horrible thing. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, have and you, to be quiet. Yeah. And some people get so worked up that like when their name gets put out there for something, you want to react to it. And in this case, it's like, no, bro, if you didn't do it. Don't don't try to jump in and just be like, no, I didn't do it. Like I didn't do it. Here's all this evidence saying I didn't do but it. But here's my thing. I would have gotten if he would have went on a Twitter tirade and been like, yo, I didn't do it. She crazy. She this. She that. I would have gotten that. That would have made sense. Cause I've been like, bro, you just upset. I get it. Yeah. But when you text her directly, yeah, that's bro. that's when it. That's a different type of stupid. Cause had he said all of that in just a Twitter tirade, he probably would have still been playing. But the fact that he texted, except for sending the picture of the kids, right? That may may did But once he texted her directly, it became something different. And that's what I'm saying. Because if you're innocent, I can see yelling to the treetops, yo, I did not do this. I'm not yeah, that type of human being. But when you text somebody, and I'm not even saying, because he's arguing his innocence in the text message. Because to be clear, he didn't admit no guilt or none of that. But you got to think smarter than that and be like, yeah. bro, you gotta like, yo, what the fuck? Let me not send this. Yeah, yeah right I'm wild. Let me, I'm wild right now. Yeah, I'm wild. This, this is proof on me. That's my thing. Like, whether you think he did it or not, I have no knowledge on whether he did it or not. What I do know is everything else has been on him. Right? Yeah. Like, he taught. He got himself out of Oakland. 
with the helmet stuff. Even if you take away the the foot and the cryogenic thing, like you could be like, all right, maybe that was an accident. But that, even that was dumb if he knew that he was not supposed to wear those shoes he was wearing. I'm not gonna say. I ain't gonna say because yeah. I don't know what somebody told him. I do know what the helmet thing. Even if you got an issue with the helmet and you like, all right, but I don't want to wear this helmet. I don't like it. I'm gonna file a grievance. That's no reason for you not to be at practice with your team. Cause even they, cause Oakland would have been like they were kissing your ass so much they would have been like, bro, you ain't gotta play, just be here. Sure. Like do walkthroughs, do this, do that. Selfish. Then maybe Mike Mayock shouldn't approach you like that with the fine. Wow. But you ain't have to go off on Mike Mayock like that either. So yeah. So there's two ways. Here's the thing. Come here's the thing. What's wrong with you, man? Here's the thing. Maybe you know, and this is just this is the last thing I'm adding to it. Maybe it's just that whole case of. Like, you know, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying to, like, become one of those bad boy players. Because you remember how I was with the NBA. You remember back in the 90s, there was all these bad boy players. Rodman was one of them. You remember, like, you, at one point, Artest, like, you, Iverson, like, you had all these cats that they would act out and they were not, like, they, some of them were good. Mm-hmm. But they that was their MO. Mm-hmm. Is he trying to do that? Because you brought this up, which I made a separate point with earlier in another conference earlier, and it's going to be another podcast because I compared it to Cam Newton. No, don't bring it up because when you win, nobody cares about a bad boy. When you win, no one cares what you're doing, You as long as that is stuff is. And Tony Brown's not been, he was on a win team for a week. He did all this in the summertime when he was not playing. And a lot of this stuff came up during the last season when they weren't. I ain't gonna say the Pittsburgh weren't good, but they were on a cusp, right? They could have made the playoffs. Oh, I mean, Pittsburgh yeah. is always a perennial. Like you get, I mean, there there are a couple winning organizations in the NFL. Patriots is one. You can't say you don't have a chance with Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the few teams in the NFL that's that's a winning organization. So, my only thing, my last thing on it is for everybody who thought it was orchestrated, guess you were wrong. Because there's no, because he ain't planned on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't say he yeah. planned on this. He didn't plan yeah, on being did. cut. Yeah. Like, because even if he knew about the allegations, so maybe he was like, let me not tell nobody and let this pop up. They were riding with him until he sent the text. Even when the second woman came up in the SI article, they were like, cool. This is not a criminal. There's no criminal allegations. We're going to let the civil do what it do. Let the NFL investigate. We'll do it at a later time. Until then, you're going to ball out for us because you've been balling out this one week and you look good in practice. Then you go send in text messages. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what did all you had to do was keep your mouth shut. That's it. You ain't had to do nothing else. Or if you were going to come out and speak, be like, nah, I'm not doing it. I didn't do that. I'm not that type of human being. This, that, and the third. What in your mind makes you say, I'm going to go text her. Alright, that's that's the only part I want to just kind of clearly understand is if a human being accuses me of sexual assault, my last thing I want to do is communicate with her. Well, now he getting text messages from like, you know, Bill late at night. Just, just... Just me mugging him. Because, yeah, that's that's a quick way to, like, kill your career. And, yeah, I feel like, hey, bro, you, you had your up. And then you just immediately went down. So, season's already started. But, he, I mean, having said all that, unless they prove he did it, he'll play again. He's too good. Like, I don't know who will pick him up, but he's too good. Like, he's a top. You make the argument he's the best. He's a top five wide receiver. 
any way you want to say you make Arby's top five receiver in the league right now, or at least well was top three. Yeah. And he's a Hall of Famer already, you can make that argument. So or at least dang close to being in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, somebody pick him up. He's too good. So if he wants to play, maybe maybe to be fair, he's like tired of it. Maybe he wanna dance with stars again. So you think I don't think that stars are gonna happen <laughs> no way near them. Not now. <laughs> Not now, bro. Nowhere near that Disney money, bro. That's another. Not unless he does the comeback rehabilitation tour. Yeah, you know, maybe. You got a close cut of the damn mini bro. So. <laughs> All right, man. That was our randomness. Yo, anything else? Oh, anything, Mr. Quinn? Uh, at this point, like, uh, just getting ready for the uh Art of the Cool Festival that's coming up in Durham and also the uh Midway Minicon in like on the twenty ninth and uh Carborough at the Baxter Barn Arcade. Twenty ninth of September, right? Just in case we'll be Yes. Twenty ninth right. of September. Alright, cool. Anything else? Um uh, NC Comic Con coming soon, November eighth through tenth. Um I'm just feeling good right now. I'm in a good space. Shit's right right now. Even if it's for an hour or two. Let's get it. Alright, that's it for me, huh? See y'all next week, man.